Hey, you're listening to Quad Dot Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. This is Season 8, Episode 170. Title, The Power Packed Story Behind Adele's Hit, Make You Feel My Love. Subtitle, A Late New Year's Wish, But I Hope You Think It Will Be Well Worth the Wait. An indie artist that goes by the name Alto Key creates sing-along videos that you can use to place yourself into, record it, and then post to TikTok, the platform he works from, or upload the finished duets to Instagram, which is where I've seen his video featuring the hit song made so hugely popular by Adele titled, Make You Feel My Love. His videos are sticky, meaning they hold on to your attention, because you're watching and hearing people sing hugely popular songs with their own individual take. Some of the people that have posted their sing-alongs are very good. None have yet to compare with Adele's recording of the song. Alto Key's videos disappeared for a time from Instagram, but now they're back. For some reason, my mind began to wander about the background of the song. I was curious when Adele recorded it, and if she was the one who wrote the song, so I turned to the open-source resource Wikipedia to see if there was any info about the song there. My discovery in the So What of my findings turned into this podcast. There's a fascinating story here. For the travel log on the movement of the song, Make You Feel My Love, I'm drawing heavily from Wikipedia. My use of Wikipedia, I just want to note, in this fashion is fully permissible under the licensing agreement, which is listed in my show notes. In 2007, when British singer-songwriter Adele was just 19, she recorded Make You Feel My Love for her debut album, her studio album titled 19. Make You Feel My Love is the only cover song on Adele's debut album, 19. She wrote or co-wrote all the other songs. She told Premier Networks that her manager had been persistent in his request for her to listen to the song as consideration to include on her album. She had been resisting it and resisting using it on her album out of concern that the use of a cover song would imply that she was incapable of writing enough songs for her first album. The manager finally succeeded in getting her to listen to it, and the rest is history. It was released as the album's fourth and final single on October 27, 2008, when Adele was just 20 years old, originally peaking at number 26. Her recording is instrumentally stripped down to just the piano and, I believe, a bass guitar, and actually Adele is credited as playing bass on this song. As you listen to Adele's recording, you hear the nuances she invoked that really makes the song her own. She stepped up to the plate, recorded the song, and owned it. But who wrote the song? I checked one lyrics website for the writer's name, and it was just gobbledygook. It was crazy. It didn't make sense. So I dug deeper. That's what led me to Wikipedia. Garth Brooks covered the song as To Make You Feel My Love in 1998. It appeared on the soundtrack of the 1998 film Hope Floats, along with a cover version by Trisha Yearwood as well as the first and last tracks. It was included first as the bonus track on Fresh Horses for Garth's first limited series box set and then included on all later pressings of that album. Brooks' version resulted in a nomination at the 41st Grammy Awards for Best Male Country Vocal Performance, but Garth didn't write the song. Digging deeper, I found out that one of my musical favorites, Billy Joel, released a cover of the song with the title To Make You Feel My Love for his compilation album Greatest Hits Volume 3 back in 1997. 
It was released as the album's lead single and reached number 50 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 to date his last appearance on that chart. But Joel didn't write the song. Make You Feel My Love is a song written by Robert Allen Zimmerman for his 1997 album, Time Out of Mind. It was first released commercially by Billy Joel under the title To Make You Feel My Love just a month before the release of Zimmerman, the actual songwriter. Since the first release, the song has since been covered by more than 450 different performers, including Adele, Garth Brooks, Billy Joel, Brian Ferry, and Kelly Clarkson. In case you didn't recognize the songwriter's name, you may know him as Bob Dylan. To think he wrote the song, recorded it first, was beat to the release first by Billy Joel. Dylan's song wasn't a hit. It was a hit for Garth, Joel, and Adele. Dylan was nominated for a Grammy Country Songwriter of the Year at the same time that Garth Brooks was up for Male Vocalist of the Year for singing Bob Dylan's song. But that's not the so what about this podcast. Have you seen what Adele looked like in 2008 when the song was released? You almost would not recognize her. There's a video on YouTube that is from the Billboard Video Archive titled, and it's in the video, Adele Chasing Pavements. It's production number 0167, the date, June 16th, 2008, before it was released, before her album was released in October. The owner of the video is Billboard.com, copyright 2008. As she was on the cusp of her meteoric rise to fame, Adele was just a kid from England, plain Jane, limited or no makeup, a knit cap on her head, a modest long-sleeved knit shirt that covered her arms and her hands. Nothing flashy about her in the video performance. Having battled weight all my life, personally getting on top of my weight control, achieving a perfect body mass index before getting hit by a car, I know how much effort Adele has put into taking control of her health and coming back from being absent in the public eye for some time to unveil her stunning transformation. So, but I question, how did a pudgy 19-year-old British girl ascend to the top of the ranks to be one of the best female vocalists of all time and trounce everyone else's recording of Make You Feel My Love? Why? Because she has a quality you can't mimic or reproduce. Her level of giftedness rises to the level of Elvis Presley. Now, friend, you have your own opinion about Elvis Presley, but without question, the man was immensely talented. Elvis never wrote a song, not one. Yet he could take a song Carl Perkins wrote, and Perkins had had a big hit with that song. Presley could record it six months later and have an even even bigger hit than Carl. On Friday, November 20th, 2015, Adele sang the song during a BBC special, Adele at the BBC, hosted by talk show host Graham Norton. One segment of the show, which went viral, featured a prank in which eight Adele impersonators were invited to audition at the Wimbledon Theater for a non-existent TV show, but they thought it was a real audition. Adele herself, disguised as a nanny named Jenny, pretended to be also an Adele That's hard to say. She pretended also to be an Adele impersonator and was the last one to sing. When she started singing, Make You Feel My Love, the other performers finally recognized her and realized they had been pranked. The other seven people did really well, but when Adele went to the microphone and started singing, there was no comparison. Adele is truly a uniquely blessed and gifted talent. 
But that's still not the so what of this podcast. This podcast is a message to you about you. Look at the facts of the story I've shared with you honestly and transparently. View things as you know how they are in the music industry, business, and a lot of avenues in life. You share with someone when you're a kid that you want to be an ex when you grow up. The school guidance counselor shoots you down, says you can't make a living drumming and playing music for a living. A friend, that actually happened to my youngest son. His high school guidance counselor was a drummer who had not made it, so he was sour on anyone else who aspired to succeed as a drummer. Friend, those types of negative inputs into your brain can have a damaging effect if you let them. They are like little daggers of dream death that occurs throughout your life when they're thrown at you. And if you let them stick, you can find yourself as an aging adult with no dream for the future and sad or mad at the world. So I ask you, how did Adele make it? Friends, she pursued her passion. And when she opens her mouth, her voice is so amazing that she recorded it, people listened, and people bought her album. It has surpassed the 2 million mark in actual album sales. In September of just this past year, it surpassed over 1.7 billion streams on Spotify, which is her third album to achieve that milestone. Yes, Adele was discovered young at the age of 17, and people with real vision saw the potential in that young British girl. And when given the chance, she stepped up to the plate and hit a home run. But friend, I've got a question to ask you. How has God uniquely gifted you? You can't be Adele. There's only one Adele. But you know what? There is only one you. This is not some empty 1970s believe it and achieve it talk. I'm being absolutely serious. He has embedded in you something that only you can do. And I'm being serious. I want you to hear that again, friend. He has embedded something in you in your life that only you can do. And I ask you a question. Have you been cut down in the past when you've mentioned your dream or dreams? Has someone talked down to you and told you to get real, stop daydreaming, get on with the boring options others try others try to pigeonhole you into in your life? Friend, I'm telling you, as an ambassador of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I'm calling on you to get before the Lord as soon as possible. Get alone and come back into connection with the you that God has made you to be. And make the commitment right now that you're not going to squander another minute of the new year that's before us, but take action on what God speaks to your heart about you, how he has made and destined you to be. It's not pie in the sky wishful thinking. It's the reality that God does not make any losers. And he longs for you to succeed living out the giftedness with which he has endowed you. Let me say that again. My voice, I don't know, it's like it's cutting out. I guess it's tired. But friend, it is the reality that God does not make losers. And he longs for you to succeed living out the giftedness with which he has endowed you. If people have shot you down in the past, here's what I say to you. Die to those negative, hateful words. Turn your heart to Jesus. And friend, that's what we must do. We must make a choice to pick up our cross and follow Jesus. And to not allow the comments and statements of people in our past to clutch in our brains and to hold us back. We have to turn our hearts to Jesus, cast all of our cares on him because he cares for us, embed the word of God into our hearts and minds, and uh, it will give us the light that we need to our feet. And it will direct our paths 
and it will lead us into the success that God has for you. God has called us, and the Bible makes this clear in the recent podcast series I did on the book of Revelation. Right up front, it tells us that to him who overcomes, to the super conqueror, all these blessings that God gives. But clear, it's clear, friend, that God has called us to be super conquerors and overcomers in Jesus Christ. And we do that through his blood and the word of our testimony. You can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. And he gives his children dynamite power that can say to a mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and it will be done. It's his word. It's his power. It's his light. It's his path and all for his glory. But friend, that's what he's called you to. Ephesians 3.20 reminds us that Jesus is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us in order that to him might be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Friend, life is too short. You are too blessed to live another day in mediocrity. As I write these words, I am aware that some who hear this episode may be hitting on all eight cylinders. And that's a, a phrase we use in, in man world, talking about when a car is really running right, talking about an eight-cylinder car where all the cylinders are firing properly. That means the motor's running as smooth as it can. And friend, I'm aware that some of you who are listening to this podcast, right now in your life, you may be hitting on all eight cylinders. Perhaps right now you really are living the dream and you're in your sweet spot. And if that's the fact for you, praise God. And if you are, praise the Lord. Use your success and fulfillment and allow it to be an encouragement to others. But it's highly likely that there are many of us who can do better. There is something we need to release and there's something we need to pick up in order to walk in the path of the Lord and achieve the success for which he has destined us. Friend, I encourage you, get alone with God today, ASAP, as soon as possible. Read his word. Pray and be still and listen. He will speak and tell you exactly what you need to do. Then, my friend, I'm encouraging, I'm encouraging you, act on it. Formulate a basic plan, get going, and modify and adjust on the way. A dear friend of mine in ministry passed, a Hispanic individual. Uh, he finally chased me one day and he said, Kenny, the problem with your American thinking mind is you plan too much and you don't act. He said in the Hispanic world, he said, we formulate a basic plan and we go and we adapt and we adjust on the way. And I learned a lot from that individual. His name is Jorge Santana. And Jorge taught me, hey, Kenny, just get the basic plan. Get on with it. And God will guide your feet in your path as you go. And so, my friend, I encourage you. This is a wonderful year. I'm telling you, I'm seeing the work and handiwork of God throughout our society and throughout our world in the midst of this deep agitation that we find ourselves in. But my friend, if you will pay attention to what is happening in the world, you will see that God Almighty is doing miraculous acts in our midst and things that can only be explained because he is intervening. And he is saying to me and you today, this is 2.27 in the morning, January 8th, 2022. He is saying to you and to me, I have uniquely equipped you. There is no one like you on the planet. It just snowed here this past couple of days here in Middle Tennessee. And it was the most beautiful snow I've seen in some time. It was very powdery, 
my wife, who's a kid at heart, she wanted to go out in the freezing cold and make a snowman before it melted. And she still could not make the snowman because it was that powdery. It was just like powder. And so, of course, it's a type of snow that skiers dream of. But if you're wanting to build a snowman, it doesn't work very well. But the point of it is just reminding myself that as those snowflakes fell in front of our picture window, it was like a scene out of a Hollywood movie. And to think that every single snowflake that falls is unique. Friend, that's a fact. That's God's creative act in order. And you hear the, the statements about there are no two thumbprints exactly alike. And there used to be this little catchy phrase that we would use to encourage kids that we were teaching in school. I would substitute teach and my wife worked as a teacher. And, you know, you put the, their thumbprint on the page with some ink and you would say, you know, perhaps right under the words, I'm somebody special. But fact of the matter is, friend, you know what? You are somebody special. You are unique as a snowflake. And because of that, there is something that you have within you that God has placed in you that does not exist anywhere else on the planet. And so I speak these words of encouragement to you today and make 2022 a different year and put your hand to the plow right now. Do not look back. Do not be fearful. Do not give up. Do not give in and do not lose hope. Instead, take action. The key, get before the Lord, get quiet, get back in contact with yourself and with the Lord in a way perhaps you haven't done in some time. Allow him to speak to you and get back to the fact of, hey, what am I here for? What can I do that nobody else can do like me? And I'm telling you, it will lift you up and it will build you up and it will place you where God wants you to be with the heavenlies with him. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.